What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Stone Earth Nuts Podcast. And tonight, like, not a whole lot going on. Nothing exciting to report. Nothing, like, too crazy going on today. Just me talking to you guys. And you know what? Like, today, I just wanted to talk about a few times that, like, everybody talks about this at some point or another. Where they'd mention, like, how paranoid that they get when they smoke. Or, like, the fact that, like... If you're smoking and you're not in, like, a good state of mind, you're not in a good place, like, a lot of people are like, oh, but it'll make you feel better. No, sometimes it's okay to take a break, look back, and just be like, all right, well, this is happening. This is what I have to deal with right now, and maybe smoking right now is not the best option. I'm just kidding. Smoke before everything, absolutely everything in your life. Not not everything. There's a few things you shouldn't do, Sona. We've gone over that in a couple of different episodes, but, like... Today, I just want to tell you guys a couple of stories of times that, like, friends of mine got way too paranoid or way too stuck doing weed. And the other story is going to be about the time that I got dosed with mushrooms. If you've already heard that one, feel free to, like, you know, bypass it or whatever. But anyways, it's going to be a quick one. So it's only going to be, like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes of me talking today. I apologize. Not a long episode. It's been a long week. Like I said, my work schedule has been super fucked this week. So, uh, you know, the day job does not give a fuck. The scheduling of hours between, like, working nights and then going immediately back for another day shift. Like, dude, I have been tapped all week, and I'm sorry, guys. Normally, I upload, like, every day. You know that. But, uh, my apologies. But anyways, enjoy the music for a couple of seconds while I pack this bowl up and spark it real quick. I'll be right back. There's a lot of times that people smoke weed and that I've smoked weed with friends and stuff where they've gotten, like, fucked up. Like, beyond recognition, cloud nine, next level, like, they have no idea what's going on. You can't pick a show on Netflix, you can't decide what you want to eat for dinner. It just becomes an absolute shit show. Now, what makes it even worse is when you have friends that get paranoid as fuck when they smoke. And I had a friend like this in high school. For the sake of the story... We'll just call him Bob, alright? We'll, we'll keep it simple today. So one day, Bob and I are smoking, and we're chilling, we're maxing, like, everything is good. We had some pizza ordered to the house. We had a lot of pizza. Now that I'm thinking about it, Little Caesars was right down the street, and it was only five bucks for a pizza, so if we had a spare five or ten bucks, we'd always go get, like, a pizza or two. Then we'd go over to 7-Eleven for the cheaper drinks and, like, the other snacks that we couldn't get at, like, the Little Caesars. But one day, we're out and about... I'm like, hey, let's swing by Little Caesars. We got some cash. Let's grab a pizza or two. The friend is like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that. And then we'll go back to my house. Because I had a bag of weed with me that we were planning on smoking this evening. It was a Friday. No school for the next two days. It was around, like, I want to say, like, mid-February. So still cold outside, but, like, not, like, aggressively cold to the point that, like, you were freezing your ass off. It, it was California cold, which is, like... Maybe, like, high 40s, low 50s for out here. At, at, at its worst. Like, at its worst, it only gets down to, like, maybe 35 at night out here. So it's not, like, freezing temperatures or any way that it's going to snow. As far as I know in my memory, it's only snowed out here in the desert twice. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't exactly happen out here. But it's a little chilly. It's a little cold. It's about 6.30, 7 o'clock at night. Pizza has been secured. We're back at the buddy's house, and he's like, Alright, cool, let's pack a bowl and smoke. And he pulls out, like, a pipe. 
just like a simple little glass pipe that you get from like a smoke shop for like 15 20 bucks and I'm like alright cool like you got a pipe because he was 18 so he could go into a smoke shop and buy shit and this was before you had to be 21 different very very different times so we're sitting there we got this bowl we're passing it back and forth in his backyard we're smoking you know his, his dad's not coming home till 10 o'clock at night so by that point we'll either be asleep or like we'll come down enough to be functional if he wants to talk to us his mom is like out of town like visiting family or some shit took like his his little sister and stuff with it with her so we didn't have to worry about anybody really being there until 10 o'clock at night when his dad got home and my buddy at the time, he was talking all this hot shit about like, oh, my tolerance is so high, like I could outsmoke most people, like you'd be surprised, like it's just, this is what it is, like I'm just, I got the lungs of a champion, and all, talking all this hot shit. And he takes like two, maybe three hits off the bowl that we're passing back and forth, and he goes, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I don't want to smoke anymore, I'm not going to smoke anymore, and I'm just like, well, alright, if you're good, you're good, and I take another hit, and he goes, you know what, fine, pass it over to me, and I'm immediately like, bro, are you sure? This is what you want to do right now. And he goes, yeah, man. I got this. Give me the bowl. Takes this last, like, final medium-sized hit. Exhales it and sits back in the chair and just is zoning out hard. And I'm just like, well, fuck. Like, I'm going to have to deal with this. Or, like, I'm going to have to tell him to, like, go to bed and I'm just going to go home. Because, like... I am not going to deal with the wrath of another friend's dad coming down on me. Like, that's not something I was in the mood for at that point in time. So I tell him what my game plan is. And like, what my game plan is. I'm like, dude, you're too high. Like, you're zoning out. Like, just go lay down and I'll go home and just tell your dad tomorrow that, like, you weren't feeling good. And he goes, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that, that's fair. Like, I'm, I'm really fucking high. And so I get him inside and he's, like, chilling in his bed, falling asleep, dozing off. You know, I'm sitting there playing a couple of video games, just kind of waiting for him to fall asleep before I take off, because I wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure that the plan was going to come to fruition, that he was going to be out by the time that I left, because there was no way I was going to sit there and deal with his dad. And he goes, I can't sleep. I can't stop thinking. What if my dad gets home and comes in and wakes me up? What if he sees that you're gone and he wants to know what happened? What would have... I'm like, dude, just tell your dad you weren't feeling good, and then I just left and went home. Like everything's fine, man. Like I didn't see the I didn't see the problem with this. I already called my mom and been like, "Hey, mom, I'm gonna be coming home tonight, so you know, like, I'll be there in like an hour." And she's like, "Oh, okay, what's wrong?" And I'm like, "Oh, Bob's not feeling too good. Like he says his stomach hurts really bad, so he's gonna go to bed." And I'm like, instead of being bored on a Friday night, I'm like, I'd rather just come home. My mom was like, "All right, cool, whatever." So. The homie gets super paranoid. He hits this next level, like, thinking he's like, what if my neighbors smelled us smoking earlier and they tell the cops? I'm like, dude, we smoke in your backyard all the time. He's like, oh, yeah, but, you know, like, I'm just kind of nervous. What if I get in trouble? What if I get arrested? What if I have to go to, like, Juvie or Narcotics Anonymous? It's going to go on my record, man. I'm like, are you okay? Like, I just look at him with this straight, bold-ass face. I'm like, are you okay? And he goes, no. No, I'm not feeling this vibe, man. I'm I'm not digging what's going on right now. I don't know how I'm gonna handle this. And he is just so absolutely like gone in this dark this dark mindset, this like terrifying state of mind where he's completely just thinking that like his his life is over at this point. Like there's no there's no hope. And I'm explaining it to him. I'm like, just go to bed. Like if your dad wakes you up he wakes you up but if you go to bed now like by the time you wake up you're gonna be pretty sober or he's just gonna think you're tired 
I was like, just tell him you're not feeling good, and I went home. So my buddy is, like, calming down. He's kind of mellowing out at this point. But he keeps talking about all this ridiculous shit that he thinks is going to happen. And by the time, like, I realize what time it is, it had gone from being when I mess it, when I called my mom at, like, 7 o'clock to it's, like, 8.20-ish right now. And I'm getting another call on his phone from my mom and I answer it. I'm like, hey, mom, I'm on my way. Like, he just wasn't feeling really good. Like, he started throwing up. Like, so... I'm just kind of helping him, like, calm down. Like, I made him a cup of tea and got him some medicine. And my mom's like, oh, okay, sweetheart. Like, what what a good job taking care of your friend. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. All right. So I go, I grab my buddy a glass of water. And, you know, he drinks the water, lays down, passes out, right? So I dip. I, I, I call my mom on his phone before I plugged his phone in when I left. I'm like, hey, I'm on my way. Just letting you know. And she's like, oh, okay, sweetie. I'll see you in a bit. So I leave, I go home, no questions asked, nothing nothing really said that was like a big deal at the time. But what freaked me out was how like sure my buddy was that he was going to get caught. And sure as shit, the next day comes around and he calls me. He's like, hey man, I'm sorry about yesterday. I think I just had too much. And I was like, dude, it's okay. It happens. Everybody, ugh, excuse me, ignore the yawns. I'm like, I told him, I'm like, dude, everyone's been there at some point. Like, we've all been in that point where we're like, we have no idea what we're doing. We have no idea what the hell's going on. So it's like, you know, you might as well just kind of ride it out. But apparently his dad did wake him up that night and was asking him what was the fuck was going on. And my buddy had left his bowl sitting on the shelf above his bed and I'm just like dude you didn't put it back in the hiding spot the hiding spot was this jar that was full of like tissues around the outside of the jar that the pipe could go in the middle of and that jar would go in a shoebox under his bed with like a pair of old shoes in it and that's where he would in, inside of these old shoes is where he would keep like his rolling papers his bag of weed and the jar with the pipe in it. And the jar normally had a couple nugs in the bottom of it too. So like that's where we'd keep like the decent stuff that we got. But he tells me his dad saw the pipe. And he's like, oh yeah, you boys are in trouble. And like I completely denied any knowledge of it to him. And his dad like, his dad never like called my mom or anything about it. He did ask me about it the next time I came over. He's like, hey, by chance is this yours? And I'm just like, uh, no, not mine. I don't know nothing about it. He's like, oh, all right, well, you were here the day before I found it. And I'm just like, yes, sir. But that is not mine. I don't know where that came from. I don't know jack shit. And it was funny because my friend's parents would always blame me for being, like, the bad influence. The sketchy kid that their son or daughter hung out with. Simply for the fact that, like, half the time I either smelled, like, weed or cigarettes... And, like, I was the guy that, like, a few people would message to, like, go hang out with and shit on the weekends because I always came up with, like, these really elaborate, like, not, like, elaborate, but, like, simple plans. Like, everyone would be like, oh, what are we going to do tonight? And I'm like, guys, 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 let's let's go skateboard down to 7-Eleven, grab some snacks and some drinks, ride around for a bit, and we'll come home. Like, boom, super simple, super easy. We'll stop at Burger King for food. And I'd always, like, tally up how much money everybody had. Because between all of us, we always had at least, like, at least, like, 50 bucks to get us through a weekend. Which was, you know, not bad when you look back on it now. Because during my junior and my senior year in high school, I was the only one out of all of my friends with, like, a part-time job. 
And that job was just changing tires at a gas station and doing like oil changes and tire rotations, basic, basic mechanic work. And like, I would get paid like 200 bucks for working a weekend. And it was the greatest thing in the world because like that 200 bucks that I got on Sunday and I worked every other weekend. So it was like 400 bucks a month. 400 bucks a month goes a long way when you're like 16 and you don't have to pay bills. You don't have to pay rent. You don't have to put gas in a car. You don't have to buy like regular groceries and shit. So during the week, me and my friends would always have money. And normally if we were going to buy weed, we would bring up on like a Wednesday or a Thursday so that we had weed for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Now, give me a sec because I'm going to tell you another story of a time that a friend of mine got like out of this, literally out of this world, like out of body experience high. And it was just some of the scariest slash funniest shit that I've ever seen. So we'll be right back with that one. Alright guys, so this next story, this next story is going to be a doozy, alright? This, fair warning, those of you that are like sensitive to like certain things like anger or like violence or like people getting like literally like crazy. I, I'm, I'm giving you the warning, if you, if you want, you can click away right now. Because I'm about to get into it. And you know what? This story starts off on a beautiful Thursday evening. I still had, like, most of my paycheck from the previous weekend. I was off this weekend. Like, I had maybe, like, a hundred and, like, 160 bucks on me. So, who do I hit up? I hit up the plug. The one plug that I finally found that, like, nine times out of ten, he would pick up the phone. And if you, as long as you were buying more than, like, 50 bucks, he'd be willing to meet up. And this plug was not the sketchy, the sketchy, the sketchy 7-Eleven plug that would meet me like in broad daylight. This dude would like text me and he'd be like, okay, meet me behind the AM PM on Highway 111 in like, you know, 20 minutes, be there. And I would be like, all right, cool. And I'd meet him there. I'd go walk up the street, you know, meet him there, ask him to go inside and buy me like a couple packs of cigarettes because I always needed to have nicotine. And he'd be like, alright, cool, yeah. And he could run inside, buy me a couple packs of cigarettes, meet me back out in the alleyway, like down the street a little bit, and I'd get the cigarettes from him. And this weekend, I bought like 80 bucks worth of weed. And so a big chunk of my paycheck went towards my weed and my cigarettes, and it was just, that was the way it was. And so me and the homies would go and we'd meet up at the spot, which was the one friend's house that I told you about where he used to hide the weed up on top of the cabinet because his mom couldn't reach it. And... Something immediately seems off because we had this one kid hanging out with us where it was me and two of my best friends and then we had this one kid that would hang out with us every now and then and he wasn't like a part of the group but he was just kind of that one kid that like went around with random people and would be like oh my mom said that we could hang out at your house this weekend and we'd be like cool great whatever. But this kid, man, I'm gonna tell you a thousand fucking percent, this kid was a goddamn narc. Like, because this time that we had weed and we were gonna smoke, I had rolled up like three joints and put them into one of my cigarette packs after I'd smoked a couple of them. And so I show up to the friend's house and I have a little bit of my bag of weed on me. I had the rest of the bag of weed in my backpack because I would never keep more than like a few grams at my parents' house with me. Because, like, I knew. I knew that, like, if I had any kind of weed, like, in my room stored up somewhere, I was gonna get caught. 
My mom used to smoke weed. She smokes weed again now, but she used to, too. So she knows what it smells like. I can't bullshit her and be like, oh, it's just like, you know. If it's like a bag of shake, you can't just be like, oh. It's like a bag of, like, you know, crushed up leaves or some stupid shit like that. Like, you gotta, she, she'd be like, so why do you have weed on you, huh? But, like, it was just super sketchy to have weed at my parents' house. And I was always get freaked out because I finally went and bought a stash jar that I used to keep, like, in a hoodie rolled up in my bottom drawer. And, again, I would never keep more than, like, a couple nugs in there at a time. And, like... I don't know, man. Like, it was just sketch. And so we decided to smoke. And there's this kid here who's, who I just, like I just said, he was a friend, but not like a member of the group, not like a friend friend. And so, you know, I go outside and immediately we break up some of the fresher nugs, pack a couple bowls, and my friend sparks a joint because he didn't like to smoke out of glass. I don't know why. He's still like that to this day. He'll only smoke blunts and joints. And so two of us are passing a, two of us are passing a bowl back and forth. And he's just, like, looking over at us. This is, the, this is the extra kid, the fourth person of the group. He looks over and he goes, What are you guys smoking? And we're just like, oh, shit. Fuck. We didn't think this through because this kid was, like, totally down for it when we said we were going to be smoking this weekend. We're like, you sure you want to be there? And he's like, yeah, I'll be there. So we got this dude stoned. And I mean, like, he took, like, a hit or two. I was just immediately, like, freaking the fuck out. He's like, I feel different. I feel tingly. I, I can't I can't feel my feet. Like, I don't think I could stand up. And I'm like, it's because you just smoked indica. You're chilling. Just relax. Don't think too much. Let your mind wander. Let, like, you know, just kind of breathe. Like, chill out. So we're sitting out back, and we're smoking cigarettes and playing cards. Because that's what we used to do. We just used to play, like, hands of poker for hours at a fucking time with, like, one friend who he this this friend had like his laptop, which is actually the laptop that I'm like using right now, which is kind of funny. It was an old, it was a gift, sentimental value, of the oldest, of the old. Not really. I mean, it's a 2014 MacBook Pro, so still runs pretty well. But like, we had this exact same laptop back there. Or not this one. It was the year previous. It was like the 2012 MacBook Pro, I think. Similar to this one. It was like the year before this one. And um, we were, watching, we're sitting there and we're watching YouTube videos and shit. Like funny compilations, epic fails, like laughs, ultimate epic fail, compilation, laughter, whatever. You know, that that type of shit. And this one friend gets super par- this one, the one the, the sketchy kid got like super paranoid, right? He's like, I don't know what to do. He's like, I should call my mom. I should call my mom. Like, I could get in trouble. We could all get in so much trouble right now for smoking weed. Smoking weed's illegal. We're like, dude, shut up. Breathe. Relax. You want to play a hand of poker? He goes, I don't know how to play poker. I'm like, you look for matches. And you try to get better cards. So he ends up, we end up teaching him how to play poker a little bit. And he finally, like, came down a bit and was having a great time. And this, I think, was a turning moment for this kid because this kid kind of, he kind of started hanging around a bit more often. And after a while, he started, like, contributing to, like, the weed fund and eventually became one of the closest people in our group of friends that I still talk to to this day. Like, at first, he was sketchy as hell, but it took a, it took a while, but he eventually became, like, a member of the group. He was finally accepted on, like, the friend level. And what sucked about it was, like, Back then, though, we literally were so freaked out, freaked out that we thought that, like, 
he was gonna go back to his mom's and like tell his mom on us and she was gonna call the cops or some shit on us and then we'd have to deal with having that on our conscience for the rest of the for our conscience for the rest of our lives like it was even hard dealing with the fact that like we got him to smoke weed in the first place because I honest to god felt so fucking shitty dude because it was pretty fucking clear that like he didn't actually want to do it he just wanted to do it to fit in with us because of the peer pressure but now he is one of the biggest most successful stoners that I know and kudos to you my guy like hella kudos to you you're doing amazing things with your life man he got super into photography and video editing and now he uh skateboards around LA has a place out there has a really ballin' YouTube channel and a ballin' Instagram. I was asked not to mention them, though, because, you know, the association thing. So, sorry, guys. But, yeah, he's, like, he's, like, the one of the coolest people that I've ever met at this point. Like, he really turned things around after high school. Don't know why I had to go on a ramble and, like, a little mini rant like that, but, yeah, you know, it's fun. The shit happens sometimes. And, like... I don't know, man. There's just... Getting paranoid when you're smoking is just one of the worst things that can possibly happen to you. And one of the things I enjoy about, like, smoking by myself is I can stick within a certain amount. And I know what not to smoke, and I know what I can smoke that'll be, like, totally chill. If I get too high, that's when I get a little bit paranoid and start kind of, like, freaking out. You know, like, reaching for, like, an energy drink or something to get my mind out of whatever zone it's in. But, like... I don't know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't really get easier as time goes on. You just kind of gain more of a tolerance for the shit that comes along with smoking weed. So yeah, there's a couple of stories for you. Be careful, stay safe, keep it legal, you know, you know the drill. Don't smoke cigarettes, don't drink alcohol. Be careful if you are smoking weed and if you are somewhere where it is illegal for you to smoke. Please, don't go to jail, it's not worth it. Either move, or like, wait wait a little bit of time. Or you know what? You do you. I'm not your boss. I'm not your mom. And I'm sure as hell not someone that's going to like look for you guys if you are smoking in an illegal state. I'm not going to be like, oh, this fucker listened to me from like, I don't know, fucking Vermont. Is the weed legal in Vermont? Oh, I'm going to go report him. Like, I'm not going to be that guy. So anyways, guys, enjoy your wake and bake here from sunshiny California. And I will talk to all of you guys in the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Good morning. Stay awesome.